friends, I'm Emma, and you're listening to Open Wide. And I'm newsman Elliot, Emma's special co-host for today's episode. I've done this nine times, I can do it again. <laughs> but it might be harder. <laughs> We have learned so much about dentistry since we first kicked off open wide 10 episodes ago. What? But we know you are busy. Sometimes you are listening to open wide while you were in the tub. Or in the backseat of, of the car while fighting your brother. If you have a brother, which means you might have missed something. No problem. Today's open ride is a roundup of the best advice we have learned from our incredible guests. So sit back and open wide. But first, no episode of Open Wide would be complete without a little dental humor from my dad. What is a dentist's favorite time of day? Tooth hurdy. Get it? Tooth hurdy. Waka waka. Good one, Uncle Alex. Okay, let's get to some of the great information we gathered from our brilliant open wide guests. We begin with a retired hygienist who spent 40 years caring for teeth. Family, friend, and self-described kind old grandma, Pat Kunderi. Um, If you can't brush and you have a sugary snack, eat a piece of cheese because that neutralizes what we call the pH. Maybe you haven't learned about pH yet, but it stops the acid attack from the sugars because sugars cause acid attacks on your teeth. So if you can't brush, eat a piece of cheese. You have to tell my dad that. Thanks, Pat. Love the advice because it's so surprising. And I also love cheese. Me too. I do actually love cheese. Same. (laughs) Next, my first dentist, an all-round first-rate guy doctor, Ali Bermard. Here's Dr. B on why kids are more likely to get cavities than adults. What? No fair. Depends on the adult. But most of the time, kids are more more likely for two reasons. Actually, three reasons. One is that they like sweets a lot. They like to have lots of candy. That's one. Number two is that sometimes they forget to brush their teeth as good as they can because they're in a rush to go out and play or go and read their book before going to sleep. Um, and the, the number one reason is that kids eat lots of snacks and when you eat a lot of snacks then the the bugs stay on your teeth longer so adults we all work or we are we have busy lives 
So we are, we barely get three meals a day. We have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and we don't get to snack very much. Whereas the kids always eat a little bit, but eat like maybe six times a day. They'll eat a little bit of chips, a little bit of candy, a little bit of uh, juice, a little bit of, you know, uh, fruits and it, all day long. And what happens is that the sweetness stays in the mouth lot longer. And in other words, if you were to to measure the sweetness in a kid's mouth in this in their saliva, it's a lot more than an adult because as adults we don't have time to sit and snack all day. But then some adults, like uh, let's say secretaries that sit in an office, lawyers that do lots of paperwork, uh, computer engineers, cooks get a lot of cavities because they're tasting food all day long. Whereas people that work in institutions, like people in car factories or people in big factories that they don't get to have snacking in between. And one of the interesting parts, sometimes people in jail that don't get to have, you know, they don't get to go and have a coffee break and walk around. They only go to the cafeteria when they're allowed to eat. Those people don't end up getting very much cavities because there's not lots of sugar in their mouth all the time. Kids, please don't misunderstand. We're not recommending a lifetime of crime to avoid getting cavities. That's snacking, right, Emma? You got it, Elliot. And this next piece of advice comes from Ethel Henry a First Nation hygienist on Vancouver Island. I asked her about oral health health for Indigenous people, and her answer is a great for everyone. Indigenous people in Canada have higher rates of dental disease. What do you think needs to change? Very good question. Over the years, our diet has changed considerably. We're not eating our own traditional foods. Um, there is a lot more sugar added into our diet. And the understanding how infection happens in the mouth is very important. And what contributes to it is, is the key to having oral health. I think if we can get back to more of a less processed diet, that will make a big difference. The more crunchy food you eat, the more healthier foods, the traditional foods is a lot better. Sorry, Emma, I was just eating a crunchy, a big crunchy apple. No problem, Elliot. Crunchy is good. Question for you, Elliot. And be honest. Do you floss your teeth twice a day? No, I don't. I brush my teeth twice a day, though. I'm not a great flosser, either. Turns out, I'm not alone. Here's the word on flossing from Dr. Zapernak. What do kids get wrong about flossing? They just don't do it. So it's like any habit, it's a good thing to do. So it's just, you know, practice, practice, and then it just becomes part of what you do daily. You know, you wouldn't think of not going out without, you know, 
brushing your hair or something, right? Well, you know, do some floss as well. How often should I floss? I think it would be great to try for at least once a day. And that, you know, that's going to that's gonna really improve things. I'm on it. Thanks for the advice, Dr. Z. Hey, Elliot, do you know I might have to get braces? No, I didn't. It's true. So I turned to our big cousin, Rach, for some advice. She wore them a few years back. Don't be afraid of any pain. It's not, there's no pain. It's um, a really simple process. Um, and just be patient and have fun with them. Like use uh, the fun colors that they have. Um, and yeah, just be patient. Like you won't have them for very long and then you'll have really nice straight teeth afterwards. And also to wear your retainer once you get your braces off. That's very important because if you don't wear your retainer, uh, the teeth can start to move afterwards. So it's really important that you wear your retainer once you get them off uh, so that you don't have to get the braces again. Yay, we love big cousin Rach. Cousins are the best. I also wanted to hear an expert's perspective. Dr. Bryce Tremblay is my orthodontist. Here's what he said we should remember when we first get braces. Take it slow. When you get home, you don't want to eat a big giant steak your first night with braces on. You want to try softer foods, smaller bites, things that might be easier for you to eat and chew, maybe even things that you don't even have to chew. Uh, I tell people sometimes you can tell your parents that you can have a milkshake for dinner when you get home. Uh, those are things that you, you want people to have good experiences from the get-go with their braces. And once they get to know what it's going to feel like and, and have a, a couple of weeks under their belt with wearing braces, they'll be a little bit more uh, in tune with what they should and shouldn't do and can and can't do. But there's a lot of preparatory work about getting the patient ready for what's going to be involved in eating. Are my lips going to hurt? Are my teeth going to hurt? Um, how do I brush my teeth? All those sorts of things are, are new experiences that, uh, that they have to think about once they get their braces on. He sounds great, Emma. I think you will be in good hands. You are Open Wide's newsman, but what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a paleontologist. Maybe I'll find some dinosaur teeth. As you know, I want to be a dentist. So I've been asking our guests about becoming a dentist and what they think I should know. Here's UBC dental student, Cara Lewis. Any advice for someone like me thinking of a career in dentistry? Yeah, I think once you get a little bit older, I think it's really important to go to your, you have a dentist that you see, right? Dr. Yap. Perfect. So usually they're really, really um, happy to have people come in and watch them work and watch them do lots of cool, fun things during the day. 
Um, and that's what I would suggest that you do once you get into higher, maybe high school. I started watching my dentist when I was in, in high school, about grade 10 and 11. Um, just so you can kind of get a, get a sense of what it's like all day at the dental office and sort of be able to see lots of fun things. And then um, I would say it's, it's important to, to do really good in school, but I'm sure you're very, very smart. So that's probably not an issue, but don't forget to also have fun along the way too, because it's not all about grades and everything. They, the, the people at the school like to see that you know how to be a person and have fun as well. <laughs> we know how to have fun. And it was so much fun chatting with Kara. She will be an awesome dentist. Our first open world guest was Dr. Effie Habsha. She's a real champion of women in, dis- in dentistry and a great role model for someone like me dreaming of becoming a dentist. So the Women in Dentistry website is based on a group that I started 11 years ago because I didn't want there to be any differences between men and women. And I wanted to show the younger dentists what women can achieve and women like me that have continued to do specialty um, degrees and to be teachers and leaders in the field I wanted to be a good role model for them but just like anything we try to find a balance between work and between life and so work-life balance the idea is is to try to incorporate stuff that makes your life better like exercise and spending time with friends and family and hobbies while also having a successful career. So sometimes it's hard to be balanced. Oftentimes it's hard, but we strive to at least achieve a little bit of both in our lives. Fun, family, friends. We got this, Emma. And of course, Open Wide wouldn't have been the same without regular contributions from Patrick Cutter at the Museum of Dentistry. Patrick is pretty happy with my career choice. I think it's a great idea. So everybody wants to have a nice, healthy smile, and that's a profession that can allow you to do that and give people smiles. And it's something that we're still in need of. There's a lot of areas and communities that don't have access to dentistry. So the more dentists we have, the more people we can help. Thanks, Patrick. And that's a wrap for this season of Open Wide. Please take a moment to rate or review Open Wide. And of course, keep smiling. Bye. Bye.